Welcome to another 1905 podcast. Hello, everybody. Ash here. Uh, tonight, I'm joined by Tracy LMC. Hello. You all right? You all right? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, good. Good Christmas. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was good, thank you. Yours and your birthday? All good? Yeah, not too bad, considering we're all locked down. Well, yeah, I mean, that bit was shit, but apart from <laughs> that... <laughs> still in the fridge. <laughs> Didn't have to deal with all my family, so that was quite good. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, hello, mate. How are you? Hello, mate. You good? I'm good. Good Christmas. Well, obviously, good, you just good, yeah. got us. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a good one, mate? Yeah, it was alright, mate. It was nice. It was weird doing a, a, a Zoom call for over, obviously, Zoom with my family. It took 20 minutes for my nan to unmute yeah. the mic, but. Oh. Other than that, uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, it, was, it was eventful and good. My brother recorded it, so I look forward to, to watching that whenever he gets that sorted. But oh, that'd that be amazing. Well, well at least it'll be memorable for one thing or another, won't exactly. it? Exactly. Life is what you make it, though, isn't it? Like, we've, exactly. I've just been lucky enough to have a, a, a girlfriend that keeps me on my toes. So. <laughs> <laughs> no cameos. Yeah, none of that. She um, might pop so, up. Uh, and, <laughs> do. So, and also, I guess, um, a, a, well, hope everybody listening had a good Christmas. Yeah. Thanks for coming back. Um, probably our last podcast of the year, isn't it? So yeah, it will in, be. In the year, the year that we got started on podcast, this is how we're finishing. So thanks to everybody who has, um, has, has sort of joined the journey that we've been on so far, talking to us on Twitter, Instagram, liking, subscribing, listening, giving us feedback. It's really appreciated. Hope you had a good Christmas and, uh, and we hope you have a much, much better 2021. Um, now, we do record this off the back of a few iffy results. Um, specifically, this is the post-game pod for Arsenal and Villa. Um, and we've asked, for, we've asked for questions because I don't think we want to spend too much time just crying. Um, no, don't make me talk about it! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm afraid I'm going to Tracy because our first question is one that you asked. Oh, it's quite simply why did we lose? Why did we lose to Arsenal? Mm. Does that mean I get to answer my own question? Do you want to stop? <laughs> yeah, you get to answer your own question. Yeah. <laughs> well, quite simply, we had a penalty given against us that wasn't a penalty. There was a free kick shot that would never have been in scored in about 60 games from Shaka, and and then and then a cross that ended up being a shot. So I think that was just exactly sums up our fucking game. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, Jordan. Why did we lose? I, I I agree with all of that, but at the same time, uh, the the whole game we just didn't turn up, mate. Just, yeah, we sucked. I just felt I just felt as if like I was just watching. I think I, I did watch the whole match uh, due to the fact my housemate's Arsenal. So he kind of got one up, but I was just sitting there like... Hang what, on a minute. What? Hang on. Did you kick him out? No, I dealt with it. Oh, <laughs> I I'd dealt have, with it. I, I'd have left a horse's head on his pillow or something. Yeah. Uh, no, to be fair, like I'm not too bothered about it because my, my, unfortunately my uh, stepdad's an Arsenal fan, so I could sort of deal with that. But if he was Tottenham or Liverpool or whatever, then he probably wouldn't have ever got in the house anyways in the first place. That's true. That's yeah. true. 
Yeah, my sister's an Arsenal fan, to be fair, but at least we know which one was starved of oxygen in the womb that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, 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 I give him the benefit of the doubt due to the fact they're in the second half of the table. So Yeah, yeah true. True. Yeah, well, um, we are charity FC at the end of the day. If you can't buy a win, you just play us. Just play us. That's it. Yeah, I think for, uh, to echo what you said, I think for me it was it was exactly that. I think everything they did just just happened for them. Uh, they put in some hungry kids, and we didn't turn up. So first of all, there's a mismatch there. Um, yeah. If they don't if if they don't get that pen, which was never a penalty, they're a one world class free kick and a fluky shim, like whatever cross come shot. Yeah. Um, we could have had a penalty as well, and <laughs> you're right there. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> sorry, no, sorry. We did have a penalty, but we could have had a penalty scored. I mean, what I've got to ask: What is going on? What have I done? No. What have I done? <laughs> oh, she's so gone. Sorry. She's gone. So sorry. It's just because you said "come shot." Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Oh god! Oh man. my! I didn't even notice it, man. Jeez! Across, across, come shot. That's what they call them, isn't it? It wasn't just come shot. That's a completely different podcast, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Get your mind out the gutter and talk about football for fuck's sake. It's like a beer, Christ! I honestly haven't even started. Oh dear! But Sorry. yeah, I think. <laughs> anyway, um, you're right there. You, you have a have a sip of that beer. Calm yourself down. Oh, God. I've actually got <laughs> um, red as well now. Fucking hell. I, I, I think had we scored our penalty um, and not, had they not been so fucking fluky, that's a, that's a draw. Maybe maybe even a win for us without us playing particularly well. Um, but yeah, like you say, if, if anybody needs a win, just play us. You know, if yeah. you're on a barren run, it, just it, play it, us. It, it is unfortunate, I think, for us that the, that the usual Arsenal faces were turfed out for the game because... Um, I think we actually would have done better, to be honest. And I think that Arteta did not do the wrong thing there, going, right, well, here's your chance. And I didn't mm. see a single one of their kids fluff their lines. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we haven't really got many questions about the actual matches, but um, a question from our mate Andy, who we, uh, we love seeing up at the bridge. Hello, Yay. Andy. Hello, Andy. Um, hello. He's asked, after the last game, so that would be the draw with Villa, what previous player would you have brought back to make a difference to that result? And it needs to be like for like. So take off one of the existing players and replace with one of our former players. Um, and he said, no disrespect to the starting level, obviously, because he backs everyone. Is this one player per game or for both? No, one player. So the Villa game, to, change that, to, to make a difference to that result, turn that draw into a win. So one of the players who played for... One of our former players. Who would you who would you have brought back? Fabregas back and Jorginho Outski. <laughs> yeah, for that creative pass or any other reason. Well, the creativity and just uh, I just find that if he isn't on his A game, which he hasn't been for a bit, I just I don't know. I just find that that the the feeding from the midfield is just not there. And I, yeah, if you haven't got that creativity in the in the middle, you're going to struggle to distribute it to your attacking players. And we've lost someone on the wing that is creative, like Ziyech. Like, so yeah, and and Werner's still making those runs in behind, but he's yeah. never spotted. No, the amount of times Werner's run off the ball to mm. look to look for that first time pass, but he never 
no one plays it. So no. I think Fabregas is a good shout, mate. Trace? Um, I think I would have said Balak. A bit of German grit in that midfield because um, I think we looked a little bit limp, if you want me to be honest. I don't think we've looked anything other than laboured and leggy for four games now. If you want me to be honest, maybe five. And uh, I can't help but feel if you've got a little bit of steel, which does go back to, I think, Dax's question from the last one, uh, where we answered questions, where he asked if we needed a bit of a bastard. And I'm starting to think maybe we do. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Did you say Balak or Balak? Balak. Michael Balak. Balak. Michael Balak. Balak. <laughs> Ballet, ballet. Don't get me started um, again. I was allowed to drink more beer. <laughs> Might have a big bollock in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bullsack. This is just um, literally turning into innuendo, bingo. Innuendo, uh, bingo. <laughs> I'd, um, I, I think I'm going to agree with Jordan. I think Fabregas would have been a key. Um, I, incidentally, I don't know if you've seen, there was um, a, an interview with, with Fabregas I can't remember exactly what channel it's from. I'll try and dig it out and retweet it. Um, but there was an interview with Fabregas and uh, it was when it was, he was under Conte recently. So this is a recent interview and he's talking about um, Diego Costa. And, match of the uh, day. Match of the well, day. Oh, the match of the day. That's right. You saw it, yeah. Oh, I didn't um, watch it. Absolutely phenomenal. And uh, yeah, and, and he tells a story, Fabregas, where um, he wasn't playing very much under Conte um, and we needed a win. And uh, I think we were, we were losing 1-0 at the time. And Fabregas was on the bench, and um, Costa just came over and started having a right go at Conte. Oh, I remember put that. Put Fabregas on, put Fabregas on. Yeah, I remember and that. Fab- Fabregas came on and set up Costa for the equaliser. Yeah. Within a couple um, of minutes or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's that, yeah, he, he, can, he can unlock those defences. He can unpick yeah. it. And if it's not with a pass, it's, it's with a goal like he did against QPR. Um, it's not a, you know, it's a well-known fact that I'm a massive admirer of, of Fabregas. I think he's one of the best players we've had in terms of natural ability. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I would have um, said Fabregas. I'm not, I just thought I'd mix it up and say someone different. <laughs> you don't have to make excuses now. Bring Do both of them back. You just wanted to Mendel. say the name Balluk. Balluk. Michael Big Balluk. Um, <laughs> so, whilst we're, whilst we're on to the subject of sort of ins and outs, um, there was... <laughs> There's a question from John Cooper. Hi, John. Thank you for the question. Um, asking us, with the window open again, who would we buy and sell? Do we want to bring Rice back home? Um, and if we sign him now or in the summer, what does our first, mid- first choice midfield look like? So it's, so it's quite, a, quite an open question there. Um, do you want, have you ready to answer or shall I jump in and, and answer this one? Go first? on. If you've got an answer... Um, well, yes, I think first and foremost, yes, we do bring Rice back. Yeah. I think at the age of 21, he's showing, he's improving game by game. He's showing real leadership as well. And I think we're missing leadership. We've got some of it in the form of Costa and, and Dave, but I think we're missing it. So I would bring him back, definitely. Uh, hang on, However, hang on. However, go on. Can I just ask you a question quickly? Yeah. Where are you playing in him? Defence or, or, or well, defensive midfielder? That's part of the question, isn't it? I'd play him in midfield. Um, I'd play in midfield as well. And I would just, I would actually say we sign him as soon as possible, but keep him on loan. If we signed him in January, I'd keep him on loan at West Ham because I actually think Moyes is doing a good job with him. He is improving. Like literally from the start of the season in the 16 games we've seen or 15 games that they've played, I think there's progression there and I'd like him to stick at that. Um, and it would go, it would, it would do him well. Um, in terms of buying and selling, we've all touched on 
what we think we could do with. I'm still unsure about Emerson being a second choice left back, um, but he's looked good. Can we get better than him as a backup? I'm not sure. Um, but I think one of him or Alonso needs to go just to make some room in the squad. Um, I think we are goalkeeper heavy now we've signed Peter Cech. Um, and I think we should still be looking at shoring up central defenders because I mean as much as we love Tomori he's not getting a game Christensen the cheese string showed himself again to be a little bit cheese stringy um, the other day and I think we need we need a bastard Silva's not going to play every game we need another bastard Um, and I think we're all fans of a certain Athletic Madrid defender Um, am I right Trace I know you yeah, I, uh, yeah, but I'm also a massive fan of Tomori. No, I said we're massive fans of Tomori, but I, I just can't see him. No one can answer. Well, I think, I think something's got to give with that one because Andreas Christensen isn't the one. I think it's pretty blatant. It's not off of, um, it's, not, it's not to do with training and it's not to do with uh, technical ability for him not being good enough uh, it's, if it was to do with training you'd think he would have sorted it out by now how long has it fucking been mm. you know what I mean Too long. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's definitely something personal off the pitch yeah. Um, well I th- yeah and I think actually if um, if someone told you if you're Tamori and, and someone tells you that it's because you're not working hard in training then I'd like to think he's got the attitude to go, right, well, then I'm going to work really hard mm. in training. The fact he's still not being picked over Christensen is an absolute travesty, but it makes me think that he's done something because I don't yeah. see why Frank would freeze him out. But it's the only explanation. It's got to be a kick in the bollocks when Andreas Christensen is coming up in defence before you, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so, yeah, so then just to, just to finish off answering John's question, um, in terms of buying and selling, I, I, I don't think we sell any first-teamers. There's rumours of uh, Giroud being offered a one-year extension in January. I think that's sensible. I think, yeah, that's I think sensible. that will happen. It's very he's sensible. Not, not, not on ridiculous wages. Um, and he's going to get some game time. And he won't upset the balance of the squad. People know him already now. You know, So I, I, I don't think we should be in the business of buying or selling. We're, we're trying to build something for in a year or two years, three years' time. Can, can I just any say... Any upsets to that? Go on. Uh, I was just going to say, see, I'm I'm still not a hundred percent sure about Rice. Um, okay, I, I, I think he. It, it, sorry, just to interrupt. I think he, after another six months progression, whether that's there or here, I think he would, for me, get in above in above uh, Jorginho straight away. I don't think that's difficult, but um, and and I, I just I don't know whether he would. Um, but what about it, we? It might even be better than Kovacic as well. Oh, what, but oh, I think uh, so. Then, so then, that's the end of the question, isn't it? Who? What's the first team? What's the first choice midfield um, going forwards? Now, I, it depends on formations, and you know, we, we might into the game. We've discussed that plenty, but I think if you've got rotational midfielders, whether you're playing four or three with natural wingers, to have a choice of um, Mason Mount, maybe Ruben Loftus Cheek if he comes back, Billy Gilmore. Kante, Declan Rice, uh, I can't see a weakness. I just, I want Wee Billy to have a better go. I wanted to see Wee Billy against. Um, is he Aston ready Villa. for? Is he ready for fifty-five games, fifty games in a season yet? He no. is ready for anything. That boy, he's got no fear, and he gives his all, and that is what I want to see in players in blue. 
Yeah, fair enough. So who wants to go next then on that question? Right, so just to remind you, who do you want to buy and sell in January? Do you want rice to come back now or in the summer? And what would our first choice midfield look like? Who wants to take it? Okay, well, I'm going to say, firstly, I can't see anyone going in January apart from maybe Alonso. I think Emerson stays. Oh, okay. I think that that has now been proven that he is back up to Chilwell. Um, what about the Tomori Rudiger thing? Because there was rumours about one of them going. I think if if what's to go by this season and the fact that Tomori only got in by default, uh, I think that maybe Tomori will go on loan. But uh, yeah, I'd I'd be upset about that because I'd rather it was Christensen, and I don't think that's happening either. I no, think. I think we. Sorry, I think we sell Christensen, to be honest. I, uh, I, well, I, can't, I don't think he's good enough, my uh, honest opinion. I don't either, to be honest. I think he's lightweight and I think he, I think everybody the other night when the team lineups come out were a bit like, oh. Yeah, Jorginho in front of Christensen didn't exactly fill us with confidence. And I'm not, I'm not a Georgie fan anymore, to be fair. I think he's detrimental to our team oh. now. Uh, we've said it before, Georgie's a great player, but he is a system player. If you're not playing that system, he's a, he's a carry-along. Yeah. You know, he's a passenger. He's a gooseberry, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not impressed. So, actually, I wouldn't be upset if he went either. But, mm. yeah, I, d yeah, I, don't, I, I think there's potential that uh, the rice thing could come off. And I think you're right, Ash. I think that it would mean that he would stay at West Ham for a further six months. Um, but... Yeah, I don't see too much changing, to be fair. No. No. And then the, the first choice midfield, if we get Rice, what? Well, you said I Billy was... already. You said we well, Billy, Billy Goat. I want to see we Billy more, yeah. Um, but I still stick with my, for first choice, Kante, Mount, Havertz in the line. So Havertz in the, in the eight. The two, two eights. Eight goals, two eights, yeah. yeah. That's my preferred. That's what I, I like the look of. And I think yeah. that they have almost proved that that's something that they like doing. So, yeah, yeah, I'd stick with yeah. that. Nice. Jordan? I can't really say anything different. It's obviously, Alonso, is, if he doesn't go, I'd be very surprised. Uh, I don't know if he is happy enough sitting on the bench. Well, not even, not even doing anything. Um, Tamori... It's a bit, a bit difficult situation, I think, for his progression. Sitting out on the sidelines, not doing anything. I, mm -hmm. I, I, if I was him, I'd. I know someone like John Sitton, legends, said that you know, get at it, just keep pushing, you'll get there, and once you get it, just grasp by the bollocks. But to me, it just doesn't seem like that's going to happen for him. Um, so I'd go out alone if I was him. Um, yeah. The, the the situation with Rudiger, all I can think of is if the international, whoever it is in the hierarchy there, said to him, you need to get so-and-so many games before the Euros, if it was going to happen outside of COVID, yeah. then that would be the only thing that making him leave. Because he's not yeah. going to get a great amount of games. But I don't know. Christensen, he's just... Are the same. I echo what Tracy said to Christensen and uh, Jorginho. Even yourself said that as well. I'm not. Mm. I just don't think they're. I just yeah, they're not Premier League players. They're not made for the physicality. The fact that Jorginho is sitting more deeper now, sitting in between the defenders because of the lack of his pace, he's still getting fucking spun out. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, he gets, he gets turned. He gets turned way too easily. And when you're in that position, you, like, point of the pitch. Did you see that thing the other day? I can't remember. It's on Twitter. And I know a lot of Twitter at the moment is fucking ugly. But mm. I was seeing the other day and I was thinking, shit, man. And, like, he's asking for the ball in the right back position and the fucking space between the defending line to sort of, like, the cam area is yeah. just fucking open. There's three, yeah. I think it's three Aston Villa players... Just had all of like John McGinn fucking showed our players like, like mad, and yeah, I was just yeah, thinking like, they're unreal. Like just, just the sheer fact. Like I just, I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna go too much into it because it pisses me off. But yeah, <laughs> so, um, so rice. I would take rice. rice. I've I've been a rice in um, f- for. I've, I've always liked it. <laughs> rice in. That's what the bloody Russians kill people with, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> rice in. <laughs> This pod but, is going um, really well. <laughs> um, rice in, cum shot, has, wallet. Has, hashtag, hashtag <laughs> Michael Big Bollocks. Yeah. Um, Michael but, Bollocks. Yeah, so, and uh, my first, I'd same as Tracy, uh, the, the Kante, Mount and Havertz in the, uh, in the two eight slash cam positions. But at the same time, you obviously have to adapt it to the, the, um, the games that we come up, the teams we come up against. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in similar vein, Sid, um, hello, Sid, Hi, has Sid. asked us, thanks for the question, mate. He's asked us, are we suffering due to the lack of a creative midfielder like Bruno Fernandez or Kevin De Bruyne? Like, obviously, those two contribute with assists and goals. Um, and he's expanded. He said, you know, Jorginho and Kante clearly don't give us as much in terms of creativity. And Havertz has probably been bought in for that. But he needs time. So is, is that one of the reasons that we're suffering at the moment? Um, can I go first? Of course you can. Uh, I, I think Sid actually has a point there. I, I don't think that we're missing a Bruno or a De Bruyne. And I'm so glad Brick is not on this pod because <laughs> we'd have fallen down a Bruno rabbit hole quicker than you oh. could have said come shot. Um, but I think... <laughs> <laughs> But I, I think Sid has a point. I don't think we're necessarily missing those players. I think it's very easy when you're watching other sides to go, oh, that's the kind of player we need. I think that we do have that in habits. I just think we do need to be patient. And unfortunately, the problem at the moment is nobody was crying when we were 17 games unbeaten. Mm. And then the minute we lose to Arsenal, and I don't mean to be rude, it, it was fucking typical. It was so Chelsea to, to mm. kind of like lose mm. in that way. And, you know, nothing going for us. I just think if if Havertz has got the time and, you know, we can give him that time, I think it'll pull off. I know that, I mean, he's saying that Kante, Jorginho, uh, yeah, whatever. I think with Kante, he's not there to be creative as such, but he will intercept and he will start a move. And mm. I think that's equally as important. So... Mm, I want to say no, I don't think we do. I think we've got that kind of player in Havertz. We've also got Mount who presses and moves. I think that we're good when we're good and we look awful yeah. when we're awful. And I think that is yeah. literally the bottom line. Kante's, Kante's never been in that in the creative cat category. So you no. can't no. you can't you can't really you can't he's really a, state a, that oh um, we're lacking that in yeah. Kante. He's never we never brought him in for that whole situation. He still does the job we brought him in for, and that's the fucking cut passing lanes, and he's still doing that. Yeah, but he unfortunately, up play. it's when 
when the ball then goes to the creative midfielder, it don't happen because we haven't got that. Let's well, because be we're not from that point from that point of transition. What's exactly. been really lacking the past few games, I've shouted about it, God knows how many times, is there's, we're not in between the lines. We're, we're, we're marked out the game, basically. Exactly. We're not making those runs and playing the right passes. Like, we need to drop between the banks of defenders and midfielders. And also, we need, to, we need to attack more quickly. We need to attack. I think there was a stat that went out recently that showed the number of passes it takes to create an attacking, um, uh, attacking chance or to get it to the opposition's box. And Chelsea are taking more passes than any of the other top six. And this is that's exactly what we had under Sarri as well, where we were just passing. Our, our build-up play was too slow. with pots, Too many passes. We've got forwards like Pulisic and Werner. We should be incisive and getting up to up the pitch quickly. I think that's yeah, our problem. Up the tempo, not up the tempo yeah. of the, of the trans, of, you know... The transition the, needs to be bang, bang, yeah, bang. It does. Between the lines, boom, boom, find the player. Fast build-up yeah. constantly. We're just trying to play the possession game. And unfortunately, we haven't got the, uh, what do you call it? Like the history of fucking tiki-taka shit like that, you know? No, no. It's um, not the league for it either. No. No, certainly not at the moment. But, um, so a f- friend of the pod, Dean Mears. Hello, Yay, Dean. Um, hi, Dean. If, uh, if anybody's looking for a fix on um, Chelsea women, uh, check out his uh, Went to Mo King's Meadow. Yeah, quality um, pod. For all things Chelsea women, they've just got the new season underway. I think they drew, drew with Man United, but it looks like uh, Fran Kirby and Sam Kerr are getting a bit of an understanding. So that mm. could be an exciting partnership for Chelsea women this season. Yeah, um, those two have been building. Yeah, they, well, Sam, Sam Kerr's taken a while to get a goal. She has, yeah, um, she has. But, you know, does it work in the same way in the Women's League as it does in the Premier League? Does it take a while to adjust? Absolutely, it you does. Know, does it? So and, and Dean's question is pretty on point with that. Um, he's asked if we think um, Frank can do anything different to try and unleash oh. in terms of what they are capable of. Sorry, can you do the last bit? You cut out. Oh, for a did I fall off my chair? Ah! <laughs> Andy is going to be very happy, oh, God, and yeah, so yeah. is Rick because it's always Rick. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so Dean's asked, like similar to how it's taken Sam Kerr time to adapt um is there anything frank can do differently to try and unleash timo Werner and kai havertz jordan we'll start with you on that one mate play them centrally playing both centrally so one we haven't seen it we haven't seen it we haven't seen it like like play i obviously you know this is probably gonna go against like the midfield but play havertz more up uh there's no reason it has to Werner Hmm. in central and like just playing off of each other. Like we see, I think when, what, I can't remember what game it was now. We saw that and it worked, worked really well. I can't remember what it was now. We haven't seen it. Was it, it the, um, was it, we saw, we saw Havertz play more centrally behind Tammy in the cup, didn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. He scored a hat trick, didn't he? Um, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I, in my opinion, I think we should play him centrally. Werner's got the off-the-ball work for playing on the wing, but I still want to see him centrally. But at the same time, you come on the other day for a decent amount of minutes in the midfield, uh, in the middle of the, uh, well, in the striker position. And yeah. I just think he's just going through that little bit of period, which I do believe is, in a, blip, is, is a blip. It's not a, a, a continuous cycle like Morata. It's just a blip. And um, I think he just needs to get past that. Keep his confidence and just play them both together in the middle. 
just um, Havertz behind him and I think it'll click. Okay, Tracy, you're patiently waiting with your hand in the air. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, you're, you're good. <laughs> Go I, just, I wanted to kind of remind myself at the point I wanted to jump in. Um, I, my feeling is, um, and I did actually say it on Twitter the other night, people are screaming and screaming for Werner to be central. Now, yes, he only had 23 minutes, as a lot of people tried to remind me, but my point was, there's no point screaming for a player to be in any position if um, we've got basically... Uh, Tammy and Giroud doing the business. Now, I'm sorry, I don't see that you can keep them two out at the minute. Yeah. It's either yeah, one yeah, or the yeah. other. And I think that Timo has been, although not his preferred position, which I'm doing air quotes, he has played on the left. And I know we've spoken about this before, but actually, from the left now, he has hit the, the woodwork 10 times. Now, mm. that says to me that he is creating enough and he's getting more than enough shots away to be able to score those goals. Shit has just gone against him at the moment. And I think that, I don't think actually there is very much that Frank can do at this point to unleash more from him. It's going to yeah. come from him. And it's just down to shit luck at the minute. It's not that he's not been in those positions to score those goals. And you know, potentially win us games. It's just not gone for him. But as we've also said in pods previous to this, um, Werner is allowed to have a settling in season. Just because he's Timo Werner doesn't mean that he can walk into the Premier League and hit the ground running. I, I yeah. mean, a lot of his goals have been penalties, right? I'm not exaggerating by saying that. So, you know, the players, it, we all come together, but we also need all of our wingers to be fit. We also need, like, you know, to, to see Tammy or Giroud drop off in a way for, t for Timo to get that chance. Now, I, as a fan, would not want to see either Tammy or Giroud dropped when either one of them come in, they score a goal. And I think that would be... Mm really difficult then for them because then you you risk kind of giving Timo a chance and then you you know you're basically pushing to the background the two people that are actually doing it at the minute yeah yeah, yeah. I agree I agree I, I think it's a great question for me I, agree. I think I think the um the one thing to consider particularly from what you've just said Trace is there is no way if I mean if any of us you covid bastards we're lucky enough to get to Cobham which we can't at the moment but if we could go Cobham I'm sure we would see in pretty much every training session and game Werner is playing out on that flank he's training there week in week out so moving him central and asking him to deliver in 20 minutes like he hasn't been, he hasn't been playing there he's going to be a little bit rusty hopefully we can start to get him some more minutes there um, but like you say if Tammy and Giroud are doing it I actually think Werner's not bad on out on that left and if he wasn't it. If he wasn't hitting the woodwork and he was just hitting the target, there's a chance not necessarily all 10 of them. But No, no one would be complaining if those 10 no woodwork shots had gone in. No one Even would if half of them had gone in, no one would be complaining. No. Um, but, but back to the question in terms of what, you know, what, can, what can we do, what can Frank do to get more out of them? Can he, or can he do anything different to get more out of them? Um, my honest opinion is, I think, give Timo a rest. First and foremost, yes. I just think we're trying. We, the playing him into form hasn't worked. We've got Pulisic, Callum Hudson Odoi. Like big shout out, Callum. Yeah, he's, looked, he's playing he's well. Great, a little bit quiet second half against Villa, um, but when he came on against Arsenal, you know he transformed the game for us, and he started with that confidence again against Villa. Um, give him a run of games. He's he's been desperate for it. So let's see now. Let's see 
that fight, that, that determination to, to win his place in the team yeah. and rest, rest Werner and bring and him on if you're chasing a goal when teams are tiring because that, that might be the best chance to use Werner's place. When I, also, I also think as well, like everyone is so desperate that Timo Werner must play. Now, I don't mean to be rude, but what we were seeing like, you know, the beginning of the season was a lot of pace from Werner, a lot of, he was winning penalties because he was literally running at people. You know, he, he had a lot Killing games off as well at the end, like yeah. the game against Newcastle had a real bounce about him. And yes, I do think that his confidence has gone, but I don't, I don't think that that's necessarily because he's playing on the left. I just think that no. if, if, I've, if, I'm, if I'm paid to score goals and I've hit the, tent, the woodwork 10 times, I'd be pretty pissed off at myself. I would be yeah. thinking, that's my job and I haven't done it. So I don't think it's necessarily anything that Frank has done. I think, but also I think the expectation to play Timo Werner every week because it's Timo Werner, it just doesn't work. And I think that, you know, credit to Frank, he did drop him and then obviously bring him in. But thinking to myself at the same time, like you should have left him for this whole game out. And I mm. do genuinely believe he deserved that one game out. And, and unless the confidence thing is an issue that Frank is noticing and doesn't want to leave him out and make it look like he's being punished. But, you know, that's yeah, how well, he manages that behind the scenes. But that's his job. He's, a, he's the manager, you know. Exactly. We don't so know what he I said, th- so. Uh, so, yeah. So, so Dean, I, I think to, to get, to unleash Timo and Kai, I think we could try different. I think we give Timo a little bit of a rest. Mm. Um, and I think with, with Kai, we let him get back to fitness with Kai Havertz. But for me, I think we need to... We, <laughs> We need to play in a way that gets the best out of the individuals. Well, so we need to play as a unit in the in a way that gets the best out of the individuals. Um, and like we've said, when Timo's on the pitch, his his pacing behind is second to none. Um, so I think we need to be work really, really seriously working hard on getting Kai Havertz between the lines, yes. between you know behind the, the opposition's midfield, in front of that defence. Get him in there, get the ball to him quickly whilst they've only got four defenders in front of him before a whole team's back to defend, mm-hmm. and then get Werner in behind. I, I think we need, to, we, we need to really work on that drill. Quick attacks through Havertz, in between the lines, getting the ball behind the defence for Werner to latch onto. That is, for me, what I'd be focusing on in order to get the best out of them. Now, Frank might be doing that. He might be. Um, we're also, our play is very leggy and laboured, so we're not getting the, pull, uh, the ball. No, we're not. Our, our high press has gone. Yeah. yeah. And, we, and that's saw, what suits Werner, so... Yeah, yeah, and also like that's that's the that's the position. If we turn the ball over on the halfway line, if Kante or Mount wins the ball on the halfway line and can get a ball, ball into Havertz or can get a ball into the forwards themselves, that's what we need to be doing. So often, we if we do manage to win the ball back there, we're, we're passing back, we're yeah. passing backwards, and then the opposition are regrouping, getting yeah. everyone behind the ball, and we start again. We've reverted um, so to old tactics of shitting ourselves a bit. We have, yeah, we yeah. have. Um, but no, that's a good question. Um, cheers, Dean. Cheers, man. Um, uh, a question from uh, I was going to do a uh, question from Wayne, but I won't. I'll hold. I'll hold on to that one for a little bit longer. Um, Joe Nazari. Uh, I just want to big up this guy, Joe. He's lovely, um, Joe. Emoji Joe. Emoji Joe. No, it's Gift Joe, isn't it? Gift Joe. <laughs> um, Emoji Joe. I, I like. Um, I think you're a breath of fresh air to Twitter, mate. Twitter needs more people like you. Um, so just, yeah, keep it up. Great, really positive account. Big up yes, yourself. Mate. Yeah, um, well done, Joe. We like you. Uh, he said, um, you know, Frank's done well. Um, comparisons to other managers under Roman Abramovich are a bit unfair because 
those managers had players like Hasselbank, Zola, Drogba, Lampard and Czech. I think the point he's trying to make is they had established regulars, mm-hmm. um, whereas we've got new signings and youngsters. Um, uh, and we've already sort of touched on it, but he's said just during this transfer window, in terms of the loans, um, who should we loan? Who should we keep out on loan? Should we recall anybody from loan? Because Conor Gallagher's been doing well at West Brom, so there's been a bit of talk about Conor. Yeah, Conor Gallagher's actually been playing really well. Um, I don't I haven't watched him under um, Big Sam yet, um, but he, yeah, he well, didn't. They got me. ripped apart yesterday, didn't they? I think. I think if you want me to be honest, I think anyone who's on loan at this point, apart from one, and I want to see Ampadu come Ampadu. back. Ampadu, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, I love Ampadu. And I think because he's got that versatility of defence or defensive midfielder, we, he could be utilised in so many different ways and we probably wouldn't have to watch Christensen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, would, but would Ampadu, like, not get in the way of Tamori in the same respect as, like, Christensen? Would, would having Ampadu back not then no. potentially be someone else in front of Tamori? No, because I think they need to back up to Kante rather than us having to watch Georgie. All right. Do we loan? Do we loan uh, tomorrow? Uh, do we loan six... Christensen? What would you do? This is your, this is your, your flank now. No, what I agree you, with you. What would you do? With what you said earlier, I think, I think we actually need to sell Christensen. I think he's far better suited to the German league. Um, uh, Tamori, I personally want to keep, but to see more of him. Uh, but but for his own good, if Frank is, if there is something there, then actually I think Tamori needs to go on loan. So mm. in which case, then we're back like at the back. If Christensen and Tamori go, we're left with Rudiger only as backup. So yeah. bringing Ampadu back would fill that void and would also help cover for Kame. And so I think that's a perfect solution. And I think that. I really like him. I really like him. I think he's got such a good attitude as well. He just goes yeah. wherever he's told to go and he plays like an absolute demon. And I like that about him. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Jordan? I'm, bit, I'm, I'm in fully agree agreements with um, Tracy. I, I don't think <laughs> I think, obviously, the Walker only... always says, I just agree with your blind Yeah, people. he does, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah. The only other one that I would put in the mix, obviously, I know he's uh, gone out alone for his development, but I think if we got rid of Alonso, and I know the reason why to get rid of Alonso is to sort of uh, lessen the squad size. Just to trim the uh, squad, yeah. Mateson, I bring in Ian Matson. That's the the only other one I bring yeah. back. But he's he's not long been out on loan, has he? Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call him back, but... Just yeah. in terms of who or if we had to or whatever, yeah. then yes, he would he would be it would be Amber doing him. Other than that, I think Conor Gallagher stays where he is, he's doing well, yeah. don't mess it up because yeah. I'm not being funny, if we do bring him back, it's gonna then hinder other people's yeah. chances of getting into the squad. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't well, even I say hinder. He sorry, just he just I, won't get any I, sorry, I just need to say this is gonna be music to Rick's ears that Alfonso Davies was not mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> relax. Uh, Rick's gonna be like, "See, I told you, Ian Matson, and you just." Well, I read. I, the reason why I haven't even mentioned his name is because I actually read the contract that he didn't. <laughs> so. well, you didn't read the contract about you missing eight blooming podcasts, did you? 
No, well, that was another yeah. question tonight. How did how did how is Jordan back when he's got an eight podcast ban? Because whenever Ricky isn't here, I am. <laughs> and, and, and Rick and Rick let us down massively. I mean, who works today? Of he all pulled days. out because I said I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> he's not busy. <laughs> Tracy's gone because you said the words pulled out. Look, she's gone. It's, Here it's we go. Bingo again. <laughs> Jesus. Honestly, if I had a bingo sheet, I'd be winning this for last oh, by now. No, it's true. Jesus. And I'm really sorry, Rick. I know that was his actual question and he was very serious about it. But we did actually caveat the eight pod ban with a if Jordan's on, you don't, you won't be. And if you're on, then we'll make sure Jordan isn't. And so it's far, we have <laughs> They they yeah. couldn't they couldn't do these pods without me. They can't ban me for eight matches. <laughs> can't do it can we just cut yeah. him now? Can we cut him yeah, now? No, I'm joking. <laughs> we can edit that out. Yeah, that's cool. Little, that's cool. We called a little patch over, mate. You need to tell us how much we mean to you now, so we can patch it over. Yeah. I get I'm getting I'm getting a bit Michael Big Bollock over here, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate. <laughs> Sit down, shut up, and do another cum shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Love it. Right, so uh, for, for me, um, in terms of the loans, I think, yeah, bang right. Leave Conor Gallagher. He's, he's doing well, and he's only doing well because yeah. he's getting frequent game time. He did really exactly. well at Charlton himself. Um, and now he's come back. He's gone into a Premier League team. And even though they are one of the worst Premier League teams, he's, a star. Um, he's been playing so well. Um, so I think leave him there. Um, leave yeah. Matson out on loan. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think we really need to change. Up. I'd rather tomorrow go on loan than we sell him. Obviously, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Um, yeah. And that's it. Yeah, for me, I think I think it's it's pretty straightforward. Um, uh, something we touched on briefly already. A question from Sam Bateman. Um, cheers Hello, for the question, Sam. Sam. Hello, mate. Uh, is it time to change up the tactics? Are we becoming too predictable? Now we did just touch on this, so we don't need to to do it to death. Um, but I'll just I'll just start off by saying yes. I, I think we do need to change. I mean, I think we need to really work on that high press, getting a player between the lines, and then getting in behind the defence quite quickly. That transition for me needs to be much quicker. That's all I'm going to say on it. Uh, Trace. Well, we we actually have said. Uh, I think it might even have been the last one and the one before actually, where we were saying like there's a bit of a stubbornness to the formation. Where now we seem to be, even if we don't have the players. We're still playing the 4-3-3. Now, we, I think we've got the players to be able to do the um, 4-2-3-1. And I think that that would have been more effective in a lot of games this season. However, yeah. having said that, again, we weren't moaning about it when it was on an unbeaten run. But I think that the frailties are there if you don't have your players fit. And we yeah. were without all wingers at one point and you're still choosing to opt for that. I think we could have pushed on Reese and chill well into those positions to kind of tighten that up. Both of them track back, both of them defend, both of them bomb forward. I don't think it would have been detriment to our side. Uh, so I do think there's a bit of stubbornness with the 4-3-3. It was almost like got a winning formula here. Uh, don't want to change it, but actually I think, I think we should have at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan? I I think we should just I, I yeah I think we have been found out um, in some matches with the four three three but at the same time I feel I feel that you know some <laughs> matches before we have 
had that spark and we've had that press and um, we've managed to break teams down and stuff. And I also feel as if that's gone. It's not because of the formation. I just, I don't know. I just yeah, I feel no. like I, I feel like the push and the sort of the uh, the urgency to to get the ball up, up from from the defence up to the forwards is just completely gone. Mm. I agree um, entirely. I agree entirely. I don't think it's a formation issue as such. There's a lot of this whole like we've tried four three three. Similar to what you're saying, Trace. We've tried four three three and it's not working against everybody. In some respects, yeah, I think it's it's, it's easy to blame the formation for mm. that. But I think. Last season, Frank tinkered with the formation quite a few times, trying to find the best. We played a five at the back against some teams. Wolves away worked really well. Next game was in the Champions League. I think we drew it, didn't work. So he's toyed and tinkered around with some formations. And I think he's settled on how... I I always said at the start, I think he will go for one of the best formations he played in. And it would either be a diamond midfield or a 4-3-3. Because I think as a player, he knows it got the best out of certain players. And he would look for players to fulfil those roles. Mm. Yeah. Can, and I think can we've, I just, we've got that. Go on, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry, no, I was just going to say, and I, I agree with you, I think, you know, last season was kind of like the experiment season, but I don't feel we're really out of that because we've got to change so much of our team. Six new signings is massive. And yeah. my, I think my the only thing I will say is that I think um, there are times when you can change your formation to suit the opposition but we seem to be sticking like my really my question to that would be but then are we not too predictable we go in places everyone knows that's what we're going to play like we've not switched it up for the last 19 20 games yeah yeah well also, for me I, sorry go on jordan no i was just saying like 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 we keep the four set We've kept the same formation. (laughs) (laughs) Rewind. Um, Yeah, so basically, but it just seems like we all we're doing is keeping the same formation, but taking like the two midfielders out, like uh, like Havertz or whatever, and then putting Kovacic and Georgiou in. But that does. It's like we need to if we're going to bring these players in. We then need to sort of find: Ah, oh, is that is that formation correct for them? Like, is are they going to be able to adapt into that situation? It seems to me as if, like, when we don't have Kante, Mount, and Mount and Havertz in that eight, it just seemed like the the push and the oomph is just completely gone. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's too, I think it's from, too fucking slow. You can also what, argue, think, though, as well, that our league is so unpredictable. It's not just us it that is. have had some you random can't, you results. Can't, yeah, you, we can't. Like, but everyone's no. acting as if we're the best team in the fucking world and we've lost two games and it ain't happening for us. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? Unfortunately, yeah, exactly. our, our bad results have all come together in a cluster, yeah. whereas well, others yeah. have been a bit more spaced out. Yeah, so people forget about them. I mean, two weeks ago, everyone was shouting for Solskjaer to be out, and now they're sitting second in the league and everybody fucking loves him. I don't mean to be rude, but six games ago, they were in the mud. So, well, yeah, if, we, if, we won, if we won against Arsenal, we'd have been in fucking second place that evening as exactly. well. So, yeah, exactly. It's just, it's you just know, pride if, little if, fans, man. Deal with if, it. My auntie, if my auntie had bollocks, she'd be my uncle. Mm. Exactly. But yeah, back to the question, Sam. Uh, for me, is the you know tactics. Yeah, I think we can just we just need to work hard at what we were good at, so good at during the unbeaten run, which was we were t- we were tied at the back, we were quick in transition, we had that high press, um, and we put defenses in midfield. We put them under pressure quickly before they could get men back. For me, that's what we need to be doing again. But I think um, we can mix it up a bit. 
Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, well, sure. well, I wouldn't be adverse. It's the be balance between be, both, isn't it? We, if we're gonna match, match it up, uh, switch it up, and that, we then also at the same time need to get the fucking spark back that the whole squad's yeah. not had. And can know? I just say, how nice would it be to see a four-four-two? If we were diamond midfield, probably. But how nice would it? I'd be love to see a two up front. I because really I'm not being funny. Because top. we, and then the question people oh well, you know, from a midfield perspective, is the challenge with our players, but. Given how much Chilwell does get forward in a back four, yeah. he wouldn't stop that. No. So what you'd be, you know, you could quite easily stick Mountain and Kante in the middle with Pulisic and um, Ziyech either side, and have Havertz and Werner up top, or or Tammy and Havertz, or whatever. Like I, I think it could. It Tammy could and Giroud. Put, it could be crazy. Put, just put Mount or Mount or Havertz in that number ten right in well the the front of a diamond. Yep. And have Tammy and Giroud up front, or whatever. You know, you could. There's, there's ways of working. It'd be nice to yeah to I'd see two to up see top, it. wouldn't it? It's been oh. so long. And because of could... my point earlier, where it's really hard to drop either Tammy or Giroud at the moment, I actually yeah. think, and I actually think in my heart at the minute, and because we're all agreeing that Werner potentially needs a game or two out, rest. see uh, Tammy and Giroud up top. I literally would give my house for that. I want to see two up top. I've been saying it for the last couple of seasons now. Yeah. Um, I'm so fed up with lone strikers. Yeah, it's just, it, I can't remember the last time we played two up top. I mean, other than like... Uh, Hasselbank. And... <laughs> well, yeah, Good Johnson and Hasselbank. It probably, probably was, it? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine... Uh, other than when Jose was probably chasing the game and he's chucked an extra striker on or something. Yeah. I can't... I, can't, I don't remember us starting a game for two up top. No, Since it's been a very long time. Early 2000s. Yeah. It like became this rage to play one up top. And like, you know, go back to the old days. Let's be, let's be nah, like true. It was always partnerships, wasn't it? It was always partnerships. It was the whole Jose, um, Jose tactics. Uh, 2004, 2007, sort of. He used to play Drogba and Crespo, or Good Johnson. Mm. What, well, he used to start games with two of them? Oh, because that would have been the diamond. He had a diamond midfield, so yeah, four four two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had, so he had sort... Frank Lampard behind Crespo and Drogba. Oh, like, mate, that's wow. goals. Yeah, that's, what I'm saying. <laughs> that's goals. That'd be um, now. Well, or Havertz. Or Havertz, yeah. 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 Um, so a question from Wayne. Uh, it's a he's protected his account, so. You you found this one for us and forwarded it on Trace. That's because I follow him. Yeah, we need to just follow oh, him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, interesting one here. So he's he's clearly a Frank fan. Um, he says in his message that he um, he sees, sees Frank of, as so much of a legend that he actually named his own son after Frank Lampard. So that tells you like oh. his his stance. Wow. But he's asked, at what point do we have to admit that Frank hasn't improved us after eighteen months? Um, anybody want to jump on that first? I I'm happy to go, but Trace, you're, you... No, you I was just going to say, I think it was Carefree Youth, something I read yesterday, I think, where... Oh, no, it might be been the Shed, where they said, um, uh, this time last season, we were like six points off second, um, and then, you know, way off... Of 15 top off top or whatever, or whatever yeah. yeah. and now we're like, what, still two points off of... Two points off the four, top four yeah. now. It, it, 
I think it's very hard to say whether something's been an improvement or not until you get to the end of the season. And I genuinely believe that because we could talk about, oh, well, last year we beat so-and-so and this year we lost to them like that. It's not a comparison, especially when you've brought in six new players to build mm. into what you'd started last season. And I think it's we're all very aware, and although some people don't have the patience, this is a project. It's still a project. It's still going to be a project in the summer. If we recruit or get rid of anyone else, we're, you know, we, but we need to build a base. And I do think it's going to take two or three seasons to get there. And I do, I genuinely do think that Frank is improving us on some levels and on some levels I don't think necessarily it's changed. But we are in a very weird time at the moment where, you know, you've got, okay, it was, luckily for us so far, willing that's it but we've had Kai with COVID that could happen to any of our players same way it's happening to other teams we're having to play we had to play all the Champions League games every single week that never happens we started mm -hmm. the season late we had no pre-season we're banging out all of these fixtures now there's fixtures that are being postponed and this could happen to us if we have an outbreak mm -hmm. you're then firing off even more games every yeah. two three days and lack of training lack of training and lack well, of training because you're playing recovery. matches exactly yeah. Yeah. so yeah. i think it's very 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 hard to say if there's going to be any improvement and although i'm saying wait till the end of the season you can make up your own mind i still don't think at the end of the season we can it's there's so much so much yeah. going on so much yeah jordan I just I I can't answer that really to be honest. No, I don't. No, I don't, I don't think that we can. <laughs> no, no, don't worry, mate. That was the last time I was under the influence. I'm not. Um, yeah. I was in different postcodes, isn't it? Oh, I don't um, but yeah, no, literally, like I I don't know. I find it difficult because you you also got the same time as well. Some of the players that are still in the squad that do get integrated, that don't give their all, yeah, they need to be questioned as well. It's not just fucking Frank's tactics. Mm. Oh, and um, and then obviously, like like Tracy said, we brought half a fucking squad that still needs to build up on the chemistry and gluing together. Mm -hmm. And injuries yeah, too. Just get, yeah, and also injuries. Just this, that, you got to look at the yeah. wider picture. You got to look yeah. at the wider picture. He the, Lampard's got it in him. Just, just, I know some players um, go into management, some great players, and it doesn't happen for them. That yeah. is what it is. But there's there's a difference in this one. Not because he's a legend and we're all biased. It's because there is a difference, and we just need to give it time. Unfortunately. Mm. Yeah, I mean, for me, Wayne, I'm going to address it directly on. I think. Um, at what point do the wording? At what point do we admit Frank hasn't improved us after eighteen months? Now, first thing I'm going to do there is look at improvement. I think we've made clear improvements in terms of defence. I actually think our recruitment policy, maybe not a Frank thing, but maybe a club thing, our recruitment policy seems to have improved. Our approach to integrating youth players. Oh, he's fallen off his chair. I think a number of things have him. Have I? You're right now. Bit of a remix. Rewind. I think I think there are things under Frank that have improved. I think you know the the the, the route from youth to first team has improved. I think our our approach to to recruitment in terms of first team players has yeah. been improved. We seemed a bit more ruthless in the transfer market. Our defence we've definitely improved. Um, so I'll, I'll challenge that way. And I think we 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 can't admit Frank hasn't improved us because under Frank a lot of things in the first team in the club have improved. Um, 
but I'm, I'm going to go on a bit of a monologue here. I think there have, like Tracy's pointed out, and Jordan's echoed as well, there have been a number of things that have been out of his control. Now, if anybody were to take a job, so let's say I've, I've, I used to manage a team of people. Let's say right, at the start of my career, I was promoted at a new company. I went to a new company um, as my, in my first job as a manager there. And I used to work there. I used to be really good, but I was lower down. And then I, got, I, I took a job there as a manager. And it's my first real job in management. Now, there I might be expected with business as usual to do a job, to hit the ground running, right? But then they tell me that actually the person in my team that is the best, that was, you know, the best, he's going. And I can't actually recruit anybody new. I've got to use the post boy. I've got to recruit from, from internal. I can't go out and get the best people in, in the field for the first year. I can't do that. So that limits me straight away. Then... I can get new people and I'm taking some serious talent in, but from abroad who need time to find a house and get their family settled and learn the language and, and, and integrate and learn our processes and how we, how we do things internally. Now I'd be at my boss's door saying, you can't judge me yet because of this. On top of that, the virus, you've got some members of staff off. You've got some members of staff who are, are ill and they take weeks, if not a month to recover. You still can't judge me as a, manager and it's only my first year yeah. so i just think like there's so many so much so many things that have gone against frank um he's still only a few points off the top four this, this isn't a great you know the, the 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 big like crisis that the media want it to be they spin it twitter runs it mm. the yeah. crisis do you want to add to that trace i just wanted to say actually building on what you've just said about the the improvements that had been made at the club um actually if it wasn't, I mean, if everybody's happy with the signings of Chilwell, Mendy, uh, Thiago Silva, Werner, um, you know, I can't remember who else at this point, Basiesh, uh, but if you, if, if, if you want to say that you're happy with those as signings and as players to play for Chelsea Football Club, then you have Frank and Petter check to thank for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they, they wouldn't have turned up. Out yeah. that true, and out play, all of they our, wouldn't turn out, up. And people are questioning the new signings, yeah? Right? That's why we've had a question about Timo and Kai. Um, look at the, 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 the signings who have integrated straight away and done it. Who are they? Silver and Chilwell. Yeah. World and Cup Mendy. winner. And seasoned Mendy. And, and, and Mendy. Okay. World Cup. So, Chil, uh, Silver, World Cup winner, seasoned international, done it all, mature, man of the game. Right? In a back line and goalkeeper that speaks his language. Mm -hmm. Well, not his language, but French, his second language. Mendy has come into a back line with a World Cup winner in front of him, all speaking French. That's yeah. great for him. Chilwell slotted into an English team, having played in the Premier League already. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah and you yeah. look at, then let's look at Ziyech and let's look at Werner and let's look at um, Havertz. Oh, well, they, they've not. They've had to adjust in one way or another, often more than one way. I think Ziyech did. He just got, he's had unfortunate injuries. I don't know. I still think Ziyech is far from the best of his oh. ability. I think he's going to improve. In the, in, the, in, the pre, in the Prem, five starts, one goal, three assists, three man of the matches. Like, Sturtle. He's, 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 he's <laughs> out there. Like You can't say that like we're missing him. We're missing him Oh, yeah, we greatly. are. But, but, but again, so what he would do is he'd hit that ball in behind the defence. Yeah, no, nah, for real. Giroud's not going to make that run. Like We need a game that suits the players we've got. But you then you got to put it down yeah, to I'm natural sure. ability. You could put fucking like I'm not. Don't even 
people are going to probably like beat me up for this. Yes, Rick's but on it, Rick's on it. People yeah. like <laughs> Ronaldo, where he can go into four different leagues or whatever it is and just play the same, same, same. I'm not saying, do you know what I mean? I just I just feel with with uh, Ziyech, I think you could put him in any league and he'll do the same yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. Whereas yeah. he's a little bit older. He's what, 26, 27? Um, that's obviously down yeah, to the maturity. I mean, maturity. He's, he's, he has got... A fantastic left foot. Like he is, he, he's like it's a whiz, wizard, like Fab, like Fabregas. The weight of pass, like that's yeah. something that just is. It's innate. Like he, he has perfected it. Yeah, he, that, has. he. If you get as long as he can find a second of time on a football pitch with the ball at his feet, yeah. he will make a killer pass at least once a game. Like yeah. that's that's him. But I mean, so good question from Wayne. It's got us talking about Frank Lampard and whether he's. You I've know, been Wayne to be fair. Improved or not improved, <laughs> but um, Rick's asked. I'll make Ricky. He's just done Rick, this to throw us a curveball, has he? Um, after seeing the benefit of Craig Shakespeare at Aston Villa, do we think that hiring a more experienced coach to help Frank, other than just Jody and Joe, would be beneficial? Now, I'll just jump straight in and say I think I think we, as we as proven, we've we brought in a almost like a set-piece specialist, if you like. We brought in an external coach um, who's a bit more seasoned and it seems to have done well. So, I don't yeah, think so. I mean, I, 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 I don't think it would be a bad thing. I think you either, it, it, I don't think it matters either way. I think we could bring him in now for instant success and, and it might help Frank learn a little bit quicker. Um, or we stick with Frank and let him learn from experience. So, go on, Trace. Uh, uh... I'm a bit of a yes and a noer for this question. Yeah, same. I think I think we could benefit from Steve Holland coming back. I think. Oh, will he leave England? Head. Well, who wants to work for Southgate? So boring. Secure. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. But I, but I also doesn't even feel... wear fucking waistcoats anymore either. No, rubbish in it. <laughs> but I do, I do think on the other hand that I want. Frank, Jody, and Joe to to do this together. I do genuinely mm. think that between them they've got something massively special. Their links between the first team and the youth is unprecedented. Like yeah. we've never had anything yeah. that linked us so closely. And as a as a proper Chelsea fan, you want to see those academy products coming through. Now, if Joe and Jody are the key to that. And, and Frank can learn from Don't mess mistakes. it up. Yeah, learn from yeah. mistakes. That that will be an incredible management team. And I genuinely mm. believe that. Maybe Frank does need someone to bounce off of who's not as inexperienced in like first team coaching as himself, <laughs> firstly, Joe and Jody. But at the same score, it's like, if we're going to do this, let's do it. Because... Last season, we were more than happy with the way it went. There was no expectations. This season, we're seeing uh, all the things I said earlier. There's so many situations going on this year where I genuinely just believe it's not easy for anyone. It's not even easy for Klopp. It's not easy for Pep. Like, these are experienced managers who still aren't getting the results that you expect them to get. So you either judge everybody on the same level and go, it's one of those seasons. There's so many factors. Yeah. Or you just sack everybody and we go again and then we have to learn yeah. for another few years <clears throat> under somebody else. It's, I mean, yeah. it's hard. I'll get, after, after speaking to him, I'll get John sitting out of his taxi and yeah. uh, alongside yeah, Frank, 
Yeah, we're, for missing sure. a bit of, we're missing a bit of bollocks and a bit of bite. And uh, I think uh, someone like him, like that sort of character, and an old school, he's he got a lot of game knowledge, and he sits as well. So, you know, someone who can read the game quite well, I think uh, an influence on Frank would be a good thing. But I'm happy just to run with the experiment, let Frank learn on the job. Me too. Yeah, I'm not I'm expecting anything until year four. I don't know about anyone else, but year four is oh, my no. expectation. Next I, I, season I, is my expectation. It's a three-year plan. That's what they yeah. all said. So next season, I want to see us challenging. Yeah. Challenging on more than one front. As um, long as COVID fucks off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as long as COVID. Well, yeah, let's not, let's not get too current away with COVID. Um, it's just easy to talk about, and it would be all right. Um, there have been a few questions about Twitter, but we'll come to those. Um, one question from Dax, hello, mate, is, um, we sort of touched on this earlier on in the pod, um, it's to do with the rotation of midfielders. Um, is rotating the midfield hindering us? We moved to a settled back four and saw an improvement straight away. Would it happen if we did the same with midfield? Trace? Okay, firstly, thank you, Dax. It's a sensible question, and uh, you're one of my eggs, favorite eggs, eggs. He's one of my favourite people on Twitter. Um, Is he? We've got some good ones, haven't we? Yeah. And we'll come on to Twitter. We'll, we'll talk about Twitter a bit, because I want to, I want to uh, talk about it. I agree with him. I actually think that we mucked around with that back line. We then settled on the back line, and the back five, including Mendy, now we expect there's a, there's a level of expectation against them because they have been doing their job so well. Yeah. With the, um, I think, the caveat that Reese and Dave couldn't swap at any point. And I, I still trust Dave with everything. So I yeah. don't have an issue with, with now Reese being, you know, managed through his injury. Dave coming in, no issues. The, the guy gives his all. Um, but I do think that then when you're, one game in with Georgie, one game with Kovacic, swapping them at half time. Like we've, and then with Kaya being out and then being put back in. And I just, the, the wingers, I do think that's the only area of the pitch that we are not 100% sure about at the moment. And it is, I think I saw you say to someone on Twitter the other day, Ash, um, where you said, I couldn't remember whether it was Arsenal or Villa, but you said you thought that that game would be won or lost in the midfield. Yeah. Now that I when I read that my It was Villa. It was yeah, Villa. My initial reaction was, well that's because we're not all that settled along the midfield. And mm. and up top we can pick at the minute between Giroud and Tammy and one of them's gonna bang a goal. Um yeah. so actually I think Dak's got a fair point and I would absolutely hundred percent say yes. Until we have something more settled, I think that it's always going to be a little bit sketchy if you want me to be honest yeah no I'd agree Jordan what do you think mate yeah I totally agree as well it, I feel like if we keep changing it all the time every single game and not even giving them a you know a game of four or five runs they, they aren't going to get used to sort of breaking down teams together and that um, but also at the same time as well it's like on the other side of it is if we um, what's it called? If we keep playing the same uh, midfielders, and that through these um, through these uh, games run of games, they're going to burn out, aren't they? That's yeah. that's the only yeah. thing on the other side of it. But yeah, other than that, yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, for me, I think the challenge with it is, I think, I think, yeah, Dax, great question, mate. Um, uh, the back four settling certainly has given us some consistency, which we would be, we were crying out for it. Um, 
unfortunately, I think so because of some of the issues we've spoken about in terms of ones that have hindered Frank um, in terms of decisions he's making, um, there have been factors limiting the, the consistency in midfield. I think we've had a number of people out for various reasons at various points. Um, dropping Mount back into that midfield three was... He, he didn't really play there much last season um, because we weren't really doing the same sort of thing. So that was sort of an experiment. I think that's, that's really worked. Um, we're happy with Mount there. Um, but then if Mount's out... Oh, she's gone again. Was that another innuendo? Oh, no, sorry. Jordan burped. Oh, oh no. I thought that was burped. quiet. I thought that was quiet. <laughs> it, 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 it must be this new mic. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, it was the mic, wasn't it? Squeaky floorboard, yeah. mate. He farted. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I heard sorry, it guys. and I couldn't let it go. Sorry. No, yeah, sorry. I, just, I saw you laughing before. Apologies. It was like lightning and thunder. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think there's been, there's, been, there's been factors that have got in the way of Frank playing a, um, a specific midfield three. Um, and there's going to be more. Kante's one booking away from missing. Um, so that's something we've got to deal with as well. But will we, will we find a consistent midfield three? I think until um, until we've got Havertz back to full fitness, I don't really know. No, is your I don't opinion. Either. And I still and I still would like us to experiment with changing that that midfield three, changing the four three three for a maybe a diamond and two up top. I, I, and we need Ziyech to, to come back still. So. And Ziyech, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, Dax also asked us. Um, yeah. About eggs, poached, poached, boiled, or fried. There's poached. a place for there's a place for all I, three. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I, but this is a gun to the head moment. You got to pick one. Poached, go. But then I'm going fried. Sunny poached side fried. up. None of this turn it over bollocks. But, no. But no. But the point is, if you go fried, you can have it any way you want it. And if I go boiled, I can have soft boiled. I can have hard boiled. So I can make up some egg mayo and shit. Um, mm -hmm. Variety is the spice of life, Dak. So. Uh, I, I agree with all that, but if it was on the day, there and then, only one choice poached for me. <laughs> I love that I'd we're fucking talking about eggs. Jesus. Um, thanks it's for because he, he did Wait, that really was an excellent question. Well <laughs> done. <laughs> <dear>. Excellent. <laughs> excellent, yeah. It was, a, it was a cracking question. Oh, oh yes, mate. Oh, Shelled so it off. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of question would get you laid, bro. <laughs> 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 not, not by me. Can I just add, not by me. <laughs> now I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually pulled. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, right, Stuart Cripps, another good account. Hello, Stuart. Hello, mate. Um, Hi, Stuart. He's asked us. He, uh, his question is, is really centred around what we think is going to be a good season for us. Is, you know, a good run in the FA Cup, winning it, Champions League qualification, one of them, both of them. You know, what, 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 can, what, what, what would we consider a good season? I guess. Um, I'm going to jump straight in and say, I think if we top four, regardless of the cups, because they are a lottery, as proven when we played that tin pot team from North London run by Jose, um, you can lose on penalties. I think it's a bit of a lottery in the cup. One bad referee decision, you lose a cup final. Like That, that happens. Um, so for me, I just think we want to be top four because this is important for us, I think, is to be testing ourselves against the best in Europe. Um, so for me, that's for me a successful season, mate. It's top four. 
Anyone else? Um, my genuine feeling before the season started, so when linking this in with the improvement, uh, was yeah. that I wanted to make sure we got a Champions League spot and we also win a cup. Well, considering we're out of the League Cup, uh, yeah. my hope is that we will win the FA Cup. And if we don't win that, I want to win the Champions League. So I want to I win mean, I'd love to win the it. Cup. And I think that it's doable. I do think it's right. doable. But if I may, there's a clear difference for me between what you want in terms of winning. We're Chelsea. We want to win everything. We want to win at least something each season. But what would you? What's the minimum you'd accept this season to get through it and go right now? Because I want to challenge for the league next year. Next uh, year, I want to be. Ch- no, yeah, I'm well, top four, to Champions League spot, but I also want to win yeah. a cup. And I think that uh, FA so for Cup you, is not FA, possible. FA Cup or and Champions it, League and top four. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So a, a, tier, a, a pot and uh, top four. Yeah. 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 Jordan, both. I agree. Agree. Cup and top four. Cool. All right. Um, I can last another year without without a trophy if it means we win the uh, Premier League next year. Oh, he's so Arsenal. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I'm not, not going to celebrate top four. I'm not going to celebrate top four. I just want to win the Premier League next season. Yeah, okay. and exactly. fucking bring all these scousers and Spurs fans down a peg or two. Well, yeah. um, and and the, the remainder of the questions. So we're moving on to the, the last bit of the pod now. The remainder of the questions were all pretty much to do with Twitter. Now, as expected, a bad run or two, a bad run or two, a bad result or two, um, it brings them all out. It brings mm-hmm. them out. The trolls, the cretins. The waste men, the dickheads, the, the, yeah, the, the, the dickheads, the shit part of Twitter, they're out in abundance. I'm not allowed to say um, what I want to say, so I'm going to say fucking... quiet. Okay, well, I won't. No, go on, tell us. I just wa- <laughs> I wanted to drop a C bomb, but we're not allowed to, so. Uh, well, I have, haven't I? You did, but I'm not going to do have. it. Not going to do it. even remember, if anybody knows when, which episode I dropped a C bomb on, send us uh, a little message. See if you can get it right. <laughs> no one will remember. We've had so much craziness. Uh, exactly, exactly. So um, Dino, Dino Chapman, LMA, um, he's asked, have we had enough of the stupidity of people on Twitter yet? Yes. Um, we've also... I had enough of it last year, man. Yeah. We've, yes. also, we've also had um, Bernetti the Cat, hello, mate, uh, ask how we can rid Twitter of the idiots who constantly abuse Frank and the players. Oh, I got um, the answer to that. Hold on, we can come on to it. Let me just run the last one as oh. well first. Um, uh, Patrick, Pat, Moan Lisk, hello, Pat. Hiya, um, Pat. <laughs> having looked through his timeline, his, his tweets and replies, I, uh, I know his view on it, but he's asked, is it more fun to just block them or do we toy with them like a kitten and a string first? <laughs> um, he, he loves toy. very good definitely. at that. Yeah, he's <laughs> he very good. Yeah, he he's is. playing that every day. <laughs> but, um, so, answer any of them, go. Well, the, the way you deal with these idiots, Bernetti the cat, um, is uh, you block them instantly, straight mm-hmm. off. The best way to do it is to go onto any Chelsea official post, read the replies, the dickheads <laughs> show themselves within five seconds of the response being up, block, 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 move on. Because yeah, I the... literally now only see dickheads because other people retweet the retweet dickheads. Retweet it or comment, yeah. And uh, there's, it's, it, when you go through that, when you go through the official Chelsea tweets and you look at all the replies, it, it's quite easy. There's quite often ones that are called, like the account's called Messi, and then they've got a picture of Messi, and they're like, get out of our club, Frank. That, I mean, that's an obvious one. Like you, mm. yeah. you're, you're, repping, you're repping Messi. Or Guna um, Deville has decided that, uh, you know, we need to sell Mount. 
I hate to say it as well. It's like ninety percent of these knobheads, yeah, they're back in. They've got fucking Jorginho season or shit like that, and I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah, even SNN. Well, SNN, yeah, SNN, whatever it is, yeah. Blocking, blocking, kind of answers, but it doesn't actually. He's asked how we can read Twitter of the idiots. I think you genuinely just block, and you only, only follow the people you know have. Uh, read them, read them from your timeline. We can't rid them from Twitter, rid them from your timeline. It's just, it, that's, that's all you can do. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I, like, like I say, like, I think you can just block them. And that, but that, that clears your timeline. It doesn't clear Twitter. But I don't think we'll get rid of them from Twitter, is the honest opinion. What I think we need to do... But is that, ignore them. It, not ignore them. I think we need far more reasonable discussion, far more reasonable chat, far more sense. Because I, I, my mum always told me one thing. Well, she told me two things. She told me, firstly, common sense will always prevail. And then she told me I lacked common sense. Um, and you can, you can tie, the two, you can tie the, two to, the two together if you want. But I think common sense will prevail. And I think we just need more of it. There's plenty of reasons to be positive about Chelsea. Compared to where we were, and this is the thing, it's perspective. You know, in the late 80s and early 90s, we used to dream of going on a good cup run. And that's what we became. We became a good cup run team. And we dream about, we came close, we came, you know, we were, we, there was one season, we were up there challenging for the league. It felt like we were challenging for the league for most of the season. And we felt, right, we can kick on. And then we've gone on and we've gone on, we've won everything. We've won everything in our lifetimes. So it's perspective that's needed because there's just too many people that are unappreciative of what we've got. Yeah, they're too, they're too, like, they've been too blessed, let's say. When yeah, they're all, yeah. They're, or they but, only, only, Decided like to support Chelsea well, in 2012. That's a glory hunter, isn't it? Yeah. They're, 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 it's one or the other. It's either they've been too blessed through their lifetime of supporting Chelsea, so that means they're young. Or secondly, they decided to support us when we won the Champions League, maybe in 2012, who knows? But I just mean, like, I don't know. I for, I for one, yeah, like Dean Fadino's question, I fucking... I had enough of the um, the Twitter dickheads last last season when Lampard come in, um, and like I, I think really... it was the Sarri season to be honest. Oh, that well, was, it was that. that was I, it think, I think I yeah. think it that was when it did turn. But I wasn't really on Twitter as such for that. Um, I sort of more come onto Twitter the start of last season, meeting you guys and stuff like that. So I could only count for that. Um, but I just mean, I I recently I haven't been on Twitter, even if after a win I haven't been on after because there's always these people that even, is that because you've been gonna, spangled and can't find your phone? Well, there's there's <laughs> there is that sort of situation, but at the same time, <laughs> such a dickhead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, but on a serious on a serious though, I have I definitely haven't definitely. Haven't been on Twitter recently, especially the last two games. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's sending a lot of good accounts off. It's a difficult place. So I'm, sorry, glad, I'm glad it's a while to on, add sorry, something. Sorry, sorry, no, God. I was just going to say it wasn't that long ago that I got, I actually got like a little bit narked with Twitter and I tried not to get narked. I'm normally quite just sarcastic and I just think, you know, it's, it's, it's football, it's our lives, it's passion. I get it. You know, I don't spend thousands on my season ticket and going to games all the time to to not enjoy my football club but 
even if I'm not enjoying it, I still spend the money. I still want to go. I still want to be there. I still want to support my side. I think there's a very different view of football on Twitter, especially if you, as we've said, you know, you're repping one player, firstly. I think, you know, we're a club. We're not We're not just one player. We can, we can all love a certain player, but it doesn't mean that you have to, like, disrespect an, another one. And if yeah. you are one of those people that want to jump on to a player or or one of the management team, mm. so Joe Edwards hasn't been now on Twitter for a very long time properly because he's got nothing but abuse. Now, for years, and I'm going to say it, proper Chelsea fans did not have that proper. connection. Yeah, didn't have that connection with the management, the club, the players. Never. Now we've got it. Nah. All these dickheads want to abuse them, and the real Ruin fans who like us. it ruin it. And I just look at it now. Exactly, I just yeah. think I don't get that upset with Twitter. I just block people and move on. If they say something stupid, I'll even give them a sarcastic comment, and then they're gone. Or I just tend to ignore it. Now I think we've got to a point now, though, that when it means good, good Chelsea supporters who are coming off of Twitter because of these absolute knobs, uh, that's when it becomes a shame. And yeah. I would just urge everybody to stop wasting your time on these FIFA virgins who've got nothing better to do than, you know, do something for a like or a week, retweet. Just ignore them. Block them. Move on. But speak to the people that you know you are going to have a sensible debate with. You don't have to agree with everybody. This is my massive thing. I don't care if the people I'm talking to agree with me as long as we are having a sensible adult discussion and someone can give their point of view without like telling me to get back in the kitchen then i'm more than happy because that's just the way you, it is you wouldn't hear this down north end road fulham broadway wherever you go around them around Stanford yeah. bridge you wouldn't hear it in the boozers or whatever so you just got to think when you go to these matches with your people with your friends, your family, whoever it may be, meeting new people, not going to hear it at all. It's no. just these dickheads on social media that unfortunately ups, upset the party. party. And I think... There's always... No, go on, sorry. No, I was just always. I was just going to say there's always a minority to, to uh, a fan base and unfortunately, yeah, it's fine. Well, yeah. And this is what you're saying though, because I said a couple of pods ago... Because we're not at the games, I know we've just started to get fans back and obviously that's mm. all changed again. It doesn't look like it's changing anytime soon. I just, I, like when you go to the games, your your day starts from the morning. The first thing you do oh. is you wake up, you think about the game, you get yourself ready, you travel to the oh, bridge. Oh, don't, you go I miss and, it so much. Oh, And this is it, and this is, and that's what, and then you go home and you, oh, yes, and that's what's missing, and that is, like, that's something that's been bugging me recently, is when you come out of, like, look at the games we were at last season that didn't go our way, losing 1-0 to a bloody Cresswell goal against West Ham, or the Man United, like, Rashford's freak, free kick, and whatever, like, we came out of those games, and it was like, oh, well, it didn't go go our way, did it, a bit annoying, and then we went on with our, 
you know, we, we went on to read the programs. We went on to have a chat and have a beer or go out for a meal. And by the time we got home, we'd had a, we'd had a good day out of the football and it was on to the next game. Yeah. And that's I think, I think also, that's yeah, missing. people are just sitting because that is missing. dwelling and yeah. getting angry with a keyboard in you're front right. of them because they you're can't. Right. Yeah, because you can't escape. You won't. The number yeah, you knows right. who you are. You say that to someone at the bridge, or stop having a go at someone at the bridge, they'll knock you out. Well, yeah, that's or, what I mean, just like... have a, or, or again, it's just sensible. Sensible opinions are tolerated at the bridge. Sensible yeah, that's, opinions are, so, are tolerated I mean. online, and it's, it's just it's just a lack of sensible. It's because there's it's, so many people on Twitter that aren't your, your your proper fan. They're not. They don't really care. All they care about is their own sort of personal gain, and that yeah. is short-term success I because they can brag about it. Yeah, I do. For, I found people like so I'm not going to call out anyone, but I do find certain people that I did think I had a rating for on Twitter. They sort of let themselves down recently, and I don't know if that's uncharacteristic because of they can't go to the bridge or something's going on in their life, which everyone has had that sort of situation at the moment. But I think some people that are thought better are letting themselves down and you just need to not bring yourself down to that level. Do what I do and just yeah. go and get spangles and lose your phones. You just don't go on it. Don't have to look at it that way. I'm going to do that this weekend, George. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boom. There you go. There it is, guys. Just get pissed and twisted. Let's go. So I think, I think, uh, are we annoyed, Dean? Are we annoyed? Um, are we fed up? Yes. Yeah. Um, Patrick, is it but more fun to block idiots or toy of them? Down. Don't let the fuckers it... get you down. No, if no, no. Of course Chelsea not. Chelsea fan, you just just ignore. Speak to those people that you know. If you're a proper Chelsea fan, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. No. You, you, it hurts when we lose a final and we're in tears and whatever. Yeah, it does. That hurts, you know. But if we were bottom of the league, if we were in the championship. We'd still be fighting for a win every game, and I'd still turn up every game looking for three mm. points. Like, yeah, that's the difference, though, between us and those people that are displaying their emotions yeah. quite like they are, and I think that's the difference. And it's knee-jerk society. Quick yeah. fix. Quick fix. Lampard out. Fuck off, mate. Yeah. It's not going to fix anything. What you'll do is you'll have it's a just, short-term manager coming, and then it'll be clout, easy enough man. to sack him after a year. Yeah. It's just clout. It's We'll be looking at Gusidink to come and save us again. <laughs> that's all it is clout man like yeah. these people yeah. out there like you just get these people just put fucking derogatory tweets out but they don't yeah. need they, they just need to not let it affect you there's plenty yeah. more shit going on in the world right now that we need to worry about them fucking yeah them. exactly oh. and on that one that's a nice little um a nice little link for me jordan thanks for that purely accidental as well but um we're gonna we're gonna round it up and, and finish soon but the last question is and again another one from you trace so you've got the first and last questions on the pod so um, okay we've seen a couple of games now postponed because of the covid crisis it's probably more of a crisis in chelsea's form but you wouldn't yeah. believe that if you go on twitter <laughs> no you, you know believe there's there's thousands, anything else. Of, thousands of people dying in one day but yeah um, it's fine. games being postponed should should all of them should should the league just swallow it and say right we're gonna we're going to postpone for a month or two and then and then try and work it all out. Or are they so desperate now with, with Euros 2020 being played in 2021 with all of the build-up of games we've already got? They've already postponed the Carabao Cup in the hope that they'll get people to the final. 
What do we think? Go on, Trace. I just wanted to caveat my own question by saying that I think... That's no good. You should have written it on Twitter. Yeah, sorry. But I want to caveat <laughs> my own question by saying we are at a point now where um, it's very unfair. Sheffield United, in my mind, reading what I read about the cases they had, should not have played that game yesterday. No. But, but it went ahead. However, a club that's regarded as bigger in Man City, who also have a larger squad, had their game postponed. Now, yeah. uh, you said it was carefree youth, didn't you, that tweeted today that Man City are back in training and, the, and that particular bubble is being retested, so our game on Sunday could still go ahead. Now, I'm sorry, but my only worry about this is that uh, if that was your average Joe, if, I, if I'd been in your company, Ash, or your company, Jordan, and I had COVID, you'd have to self-isolate for 10 to 14 days. Yep, exactly. So my only worry now is that it's not just affecting people's health, uh, which is paramount to anything, is that mm -hmm. now games are going ahead and it's now making this league very unfair. And those who actually are probably more in need of points to save their souls uh, uh, not being given the same level of respect, no. in my opinion. No. And I mean, I mean, there's so many, like you say, it's, it's the integrity of the competition. And looking from a, a lower league perspective, um, you know, teams like West Brom um, and uh, Sheffield United, to a degree, obviously they're having a really poor season. They, we can, okay, Fulham, great, we can Fulham name, today. Fulham today is being great. We can we can name nine players on the bench now instead of seven. That's great, an extra two players we can name. Yeah. Who, but, but does that make a difference to Sheffield United? Probably not. No. Are the extra two that they can draft in any better than the first seven? No. Probably because not. Because we know their first 11 is their best first 11. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I just don't think that helps them. It helps the bigger teams like us, mm -hmm. bigger squads. It helps us. Um, and, you know, we're fair. We, we, we're, not, we're not, like, completely biased. Obviously, we are biased towards Chelsea. But I want to win a fair league. And I don't want an asterisk next to it. And I think the only way we're going to get that is if everybody plays with the same conditions. Everybody has the same number of games at home as they do away. Everybody has the same fans or no fans for the yeah. same number of games, home or away. Yeah. Nobody misses games and postpones. Like postponing the game now might do us a favour. It might do City a favour. And how much is that? How, how important is that going to be when teams are playing one game every three days over Christmas? But some teams aren't. Some teams are playing one yeah. game every eight days. Instead, it's, yeah. it's just not. It's not consistent. But then not... you've got to squeeze their games in later on. Now we've got the FA Cup coming uh, up. Again, it's going to be it depends, even more of a nightmare. But it depends on how far you've gone in that cup competition. So then it's going to be teams that are out of the FA Cup early that are going to have an advantage because they'll only be mm. playing one game that week. And it's you know there's so many so many little things. Mm. Um, there's that, so I many just, things. It's, it's a mad, just, complex situation. I just but think when yesterday... Money, money rules the world. Well, yeah, and yesterday alone, 18 new cases within Premier League clubs were discovered. What? So that's, <laughs> Premier League what? Cubs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thought you were saying something else. Oh, no, I didn't. I wasn't naughty. <laughs> um, uh, no, but like 18 different cases yesterday from clubs yeah. again. And it's, you know, like... It's whipping through, like, you know, workplaces across the mm. country, but a world even. But, you know, you get to a point where, uh, at the point that we're at today with cases and, and deaths, we were, mm -hmm. they stopped the Premier League last season. 
So yeah. I'm just interested to see. Oh, oh, they shot the Premier League with much lower cases. Definitely. Well, I, much I was lower. interested to see how you two felt about that because my personal opinion is that you know we're getting to a point where it, it's getting a, a little bit silly again. So it is getting silly. It's getting unfair. But I think it's all down to it's out of. I believe that it should stop. I don't want it to. Are you being attacked, it. Ash? Yeah, wolf pack. <laughs> just, just out in the the outback. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Lions. Jesus Christ! I can hear the lions as well. They're all going off. <laughs> I, no, people, I, people, I, people I, won't understand that. By the way, I live near a lion sanctuary. He basically so. feeds them every day <laughs> <laughs> with with the wolf pack. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jordan, mate. You were saying. No, it's fine. I don't want it to because I uh, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, probably other people will speak for me as well. I I I really struggled without football. Yeah, same. same. Um, I ain't gonna lie. Um, but then at the same time, do you want to put these people at risk because they're just normal people as well? But yeah, I I don't know. It's it's, 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 it's a hard situation. If, if I may, I know you're waiting there patiently, Trace. But for me, it's it. it... There's a lot of division within the country at the moment, and we're getting a bit political here, away from football. There's a, lot, there's a lot of division in terms of people who want to wear masks, people who won't wear masks, people who believe in a vaccination, people who don't, people who believe the government's numbers, people who don't. I think because of that division, uh, they're making a, a, you know, allowing people like professional athletes and footballers, allowing mm. them to continue in their profession when everyone else is cut on 80% of wages or out of work, I think it's just double standards. For me, I think it's one for all and all for one. I think the country needs to all be on the same rule. The only thing I will say, and I do, I do feel the same as Jordan, is that when we had lockdown without football, we were lucky. We had quite nice weather. So you could at least get out for your one exercise a day. <laughs> but, but the point is, is that actually football does make us tick. Like, if you're a football fan, it doesn't matter if you're watching Chelsea or someone else. It is an entertainment. And yeah. there's, only many, there's only many such Premier League years you can watch, guys. Well, until mm. uh, so you laugh, <laughs> but I was about to mention, I had a little um, conversation with Kes Randall today on WhatsApp where I said, I've got a horrible feeling that everything's going to be locked down. We kind of both agreed that it probably wouldn't do Chelsea much harm to have a little bit of a rest. But... Uh, you know, like we're a little bit jaded with the whole thing at the minute. But I said, easy solution. And I think if we get locked down, I urge every Chelsea, a proper Chelsea fan to do it. Go back through the years. Let's start at 1990 and just work our way forward. By the time it's done, COVID will fuck off and we'll be back. <laughs> what, a, a season a week, yeah? A season a week. It'd be amazing. A season a week. All right, well, that's maybe something we're we can We're all locked down on that's furlough true. and, you know... Good luck trying to find to footage from the 90s. Actually, that's one thing I didn't start. Uh, sorry. DVDs, Masters football is back DVDs, on Amazon. man. Oh, yeah, Masters football is back, but... Yeah, Again, I need to watch that. Yeah, no, no, not, no, it's not getting played. I mean, like the old ones that used to be on Sky Sports back oh, in the day. Now right. it's on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, well, I know they all finished. Back Chelsea on there, man. Let's go. Um, all right, well, we better round it off because we're talking yeah. far longer than we're, we're expecting to. Shit we're now. just chatting bullshit because <laughs> Chat we shit, can. get banged. <laughs> Congratulations to everybody who um, had all of the innuendos on their bingo card tonight. 
Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, big shout out to everybody who responded to the tweets and yeah, gave us questions guys. to answer. Thank you, um, guys. It means we didn't have to drill into the uh, Arsenal and Villa games in too much detail. So yeah. you've saved us a little bit there. Um, mm-hmm. All that's left for me to say is to, to you guys, Jordan, Tracy, um, and to everybody listening, I hope you have a fantastic new year. Thank you, uh, you I too. 2000, uh, I hope 2021 brings everybody prosperity, health, money, the back of COVID, and definitely, definitely Tottenham nowhere near the top of the league. Nah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers for listening, guys. Keep the blue Cheers, flag right. flying high. Keep the blue flag flying high.